0: When a loved one commits suicide, it is one of the most devastating losses one can ever experience. The pain can be unbearable and unrelenting. For one of the people you love dearly committed the ultimate act of desperation and hopelessness. Whether you were aware of their problems or not, guilt envelops you bringing you to the point of despair that cannot be put into words. Your soul aches for that person. There seems to be no reprieve. Your friends and family members try to comfort you, but it's of little help. You may be tempted to blame yourself, saying, I should have known, how did I miss the signs? You give all you have to rewind the clock and hold them tight and say, I love you. But the Lord makes it clear to Christians in John sixteen thirty three, I have said these things to you that in me you have peace. In this world you will have trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. But even in the darkest hours of your life, you can take solace that God is with you in the trial. 1 Peter 5.10 And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, conform, strengthen, and establish you. For it is in the sweet and comforting words of our God, we find solace and peace for the brokenhearted. And when the feelings of sorrow, anger, and despair flare up again, we need only dip ourselves in the flowing fountain of God's word, for its living water will never run dry. We find ourselves living day by day, clinging to verses such as Isaiah 26, 3. He will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are steadfast because they trust in him. I understand for the Christian, it's more than just the suicide itself there remains the question where their Christian loved one will spend all of eternity, heaven or hell. If you're like most Christians, you are taught that a person who commits suicide goes directly to hell. No one can say for sure, though. But I'm willing to challenge that belief on the basis that most of the time the different variables of these situations aren't always carefully considered before we as Christians condemn a fellow believer to hell. Many people who commit suicide suffer from a severe mental illness. Their minds are distorted and fractured. They are often impaired to the point where they are no longer in control of their own Mental faculties, or maybe they have a chemical imbalance so severe it leads to crippling depression, of which we can't even begin to imagine or understand. Though you might have done everything you could pray for them, get them psychological help, medication, Christian counseling, etc., but in a moment of despair they take their own lives. Though this is a highly debated topic by Christian scholars, I believe Christians who kill themselves might end up in heaven. If a Christian had cancer and died, he would go to heaven. Or if they had heart disease or asthma and died, we wouldn't question where they would spend eternity. Following that same logic, if a person that has a crippling disorder of the mind and took their own life because of that malady, then point of fact, though they were the instrument of their demise, mental illness was the true cause of death, for it is a sickness of the mind in itself. Though we will never be sure until we see the Savior in heaven, Hold on to hope and trust in our Heavenly Father who is perfectly wise. And may the God of heaven and earth continue to keep us in the true faith. May he continue to provide our daily bread and provision. And keep us humble, penitent Christians until the day we see his glorious face. My name is Adam Christian. This is Trust in God in the Dark Christian podcast. Until we speak again, God bless you.